the right direct response marketing and the ingredients we're gonna cover today can dramatically improve your business. Welcome to the Dean Graziosi Show. All success starts right here. Today, with all the topics we could talk about, I wanna talk about direct response marketing because it will affect every single person watching right now. It doesn't matter, again, if you're in real estate, you have a business, wanna start a business, wanna side income, or just wanna go to that next level, these are the foundational skills. So, let me ask you, and I'm gonna share, what is your definition between, like, general marketing, yeah. marketing that, or so-called branding marketing, compared to direct response? So, and, and I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna give my definition, I just wanna right, hear cool. yours. For me, it's like, branding in this general marketing is just, you spend money on advertising or you do your social media and you just kind of sit back and you hope. You hope that the money you spend is going to come back. You hope that everything you did on social media is going to make you money. You hope that all the events you sponsored is going to make you money. And you sit back and you wait and you, you pray and you pray and maybe it does and maybe you get lucky or maybe it doesn't. You have no idea what you did wrong and you're there like, why is my business not where I want it to be? Why am, why am I my new business not growing? Why is it? Why am I going bankrupt? Right, and and, and I will just add to that. That's yeah. a great explanation. Let's think of general marketing as this: if you own a business or have ever owned a business, and the radio uh, local radio station yeah. comes to you and says, "We want to do 17 ads with you, and we'll write the ad," and at the end they just promote your business. That's not direct response yeah. because you can't. It's not. It doesn't have a measurable. Result. Exactly. You spent 10 grand in radio advertising and you hope your business goes up. You spent money in the old days with yellow patches and you hope people called you. You can run ads on AdWords. You can run ads on Facebook and just say, we're the best company in the world at, at doing real estate or doing leads or doing whatever it is you do. And that's general advertising, hoping that someone will see that ad and you'll get more business. That is the old way. That's a way. I've, and, and the other way too is, People think, oh, I'm gonna start a business. I need to brand myself. Now, yeah. I don't know, branding's a hard thing because you wanna get the right logo and you obsess on it and you wanna get the right look and then you wanna get it out there so your brand, to me, that's, that's old school. That's, that's the old way. Let direct response marketing pay you to brand a name. Exactly. Let direct response have measurable results. And here's the definition of measurable results. In direct response marketing, you track, so if you spend a dollar, you want to get back a dollar, or you want to get back two dollars, or you want to get back five dollars, and you measure its direct response. You want to measure every single thing that you do. What would you? How would you explain exactly direct response? Exactly same thing. The ability to spend a dollar on whether it be Facebook ads or Google AdWords or whatever it is, and know I get two dollars back within seven days exactly, or two dollars and ten cents back. And when you know you can get one dollar and spend one dollar and get two dollars out, what do you do? You just Keep start spending more money. You could spend two dollars and you get four dollars. Right. In the old days, you would say. Right. In the old days, you'd say we have a ten thousand dollar marketing. Yeah, budget. exactly. That, that's those days are gone. Now you have a marketing budget saying if we spend a dollar and two come back, spend as much as you possibly can because <laughs> where can we get more money to spend into this? Right. So let me give you an example. If you're one of my real estate students, and you do postcards, you've tested postcards or you haven't yet. That is direct response marketing if done right. What you do is you. And we're gonna go over the pieces to make marketing work, right? So we're just explaining now, but just using an example. You send out 5,000 postcards. You know how much it cost per postcard that went out. And then you track how many calls came in, 
how many deals were closed, and how much money those 5,000 postcards brought in. If the 5,000 postcards cost you five grand, let's say, it wouldn't cost that much, but let's just say it cost you five grand, but you got one deal out of that that brought you in 20, your direct response marketing says, when we spend five, it brings in 20. Let's go spend another 20. Compared to the old days of sending out a postcard and saying, hey, we're the house company, best people in the world. When you're ready, you should call us. No. It's compelling copy, it's compelling words, it's three things. It's delivery systems, messages, and target audience. We're gonna go over those today. And I want you again to think about this. Sometimes I go into really heartfelt stuff that we all need to plow through to make our business go. Other times I wanna give you the secrets that are generating, I mean, with direct response marketing, I've done hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. I know direct response marketing better than most people in the world. And I wanna boil it down in a way, and that's why I wanted you yeah. here with me today, Ryan. I want to boil it down in a way because I want you, no matter who you are on this list right now, I'm so glad we're, we got more and more people coming to join us. Congrats for being here with us. Um, I want you to see that no matter what you want to do, where you want to go, the right direct response marketing and the ingredients we're going to cover today can dramatically improve your business. In fact, I shouldn't say dramatically improve, set you apart from everybody else. And there's three things. Um, that I want to talk about. First, and you should write these down, and remember, we're going to go over, have some Q&A at the end. The first thing about marketing is there's delivery systems. Now, again, this might sound too technical, but really stick with me, because we're going to get into copy and, and emotions and how you get people when there's a lots of ads on Facebook, lots of postcards, lots of radio ads, lots of TV ads. How come one person stands out. Why does one person always click on that link or call that number? Or, you know, there could be two restaurants. Why is one slammed and the one with better food's got nobody in it? Because one's a better marketer. One has better compelling copy. One pushes someone to take action. One knows how to have a call to action. The stuff we're going to cover today. So I don't care what you do, you need this today. Um, so the three things are a delivery system. To me, a delivery system is what? Sure, it's Facebook advertising, it's Google AdWords, maybe it's direct mail. Right, could be TV, could be radio, could be uh, flyers, whatever it is. The delivery system, you need the right delivery system, so we know that. But the second thing you need is the right message on the delivery system. So think about this, a $100 bill and a $2 bill are the same paper, same size, but one is worth a lot more than the other. You have to think about your messaging whether you're doing postcards, whether you're trying to get leads off of Facebook or Instagram or AdWords or your website or someday in the future or trying to promote, get promoted in the job you're at or starting a new company, the message is the key factor, right? You could deliver it through Facebook, but listen, I've literally had people say to me, direct mail's dead doesn't work anymore and and literally in that week we spent maybe a hundred thousand dollars in direct mail that week because it's giving us an (laughs) ROI right it's like we both can send out a letter one letter gets people to evoke an emotion one letter goes in the garbage that's messaging that's copy and we're gonna go over that today whether you're speaking copy to sell face-to-face whether you're doing it through ads whether you're doing it through video whatever it is one message doesn't get you sales one message, get you sales. And we're gonna go into that a little deeper today too. And the third thing is the target audience. Um, So think about delivery system, the message, the right wording, and then making sure the right people are looking at it, right? So if you think about it, Ryan is literally running my book campaign on Facebook from start to finish. It's amazing, that's why I want him here, doing so well. 
if my book is called Millionaire Success Habits. Greatest book I've ever written, most of you have it, most of you read it, you know how passionate I was, you know the messages that I shared in that book. But if Ryan was on Facebook targeting 17-year-old kids uh, who like specialize hockey. in hockey, do you think we'd make one sale? Even if the delivery system was good, awesome. it's Facebook, and the message was amazing, it wouldn't work. If we, were, if we had an exercise program on how to run Mount Everest, how to be ready for Mount Everest in 14 days or less, and we targeted <laughs> 85-year-old people or above, not that some of you watching could do it above 85, um, would it sell? No. So think of those three things in your company, in your business, in your real estate, in your future things that you want to do. Delivery systems, the message, and the copy. So let's start, let's start with, and I'll let you talk about this a little, yeah. though, Ryan. Um, this is quick. It's self-explanatory. But let's talk about delivery systems. Yeah. There's tons of ways like we can deliver, whether it's direct mail or Facebook ads. And it's really not that important as long as it works. The only thing that matters is ROI. So if, it, if everyone says direct mail is dead and direct mail is working for you, keep doing it. If yes. everyone says Facebook's dead and it's working for you, just keep doing it. But the one thing that's really cool, the one that we're using a lot right now is Facebook, and it gives you this unbelievable ability to reach almost anybody in the world. There's like two billion active users on Facebook. It's crazy. And you can reach every single one of them like that. Just like you put up an ad and you can reach anybody in the world. You can say, I want to reach people who are between the ages of 60 and 65, who make $100,000 a year, who live in this area, who like hockey, right? Like yes. you can just target anybody in the world and Facebook gives you that ability, which is one of the unique abilities of Facebook that allows you to scale so fast. You can just get to billions of people as long as it's profitable. Yeah, and we don't make anything for pushing Facebook, <laughs> like, yeah. but it's, it's just a great way. Again, if you're one of my real estate students, Matt, uh, Larson, my top real estate student, is killing it finding buyers and sellers on Facebook. We've helped them a little, but they're mastering it, right? Because the people are there, and you can target the people you want. So delivery systems take us two seconds to describe. But now let's go into, we know delivery systems. I think that makes sense, right? However your advertising is going to be for your new company, your current company, your future company, or uh, uh, you know something real estate. Now is let's talk about copy. Let's yeah. talk about copyright. In, in our world, they yeah. call copywriting the ability when somebody writes a, a, a copy, writes words that get you to engage. So let's talk about the difference. We talked about the $1 bill and the $100 bill. It's the message on the paper. Why is it that when you scroll through a Facebook feed, uh, you go through past so much yeah. stuff and something stops you? Something stopped you to get my book if, if you found me on Facebook or to get one of my programs, right? So you're going through this and something stops you. That's the message. That's the copy. And I'd like to go a little deep yeah. on this one because this is the game changer. This is the one that most people get wrong. Most people think that they have to be really great writers. I mean, I, I was the worst. <laughs> I mean, same, same with you. He, Terrible. He barely, he barely got out of high school. I barely got out of high school. We didn't go anywhere. He writes amazing copy. I want to talk about how you got good yeah. copy, what you see copy is. But we're going to talk about three things. Um, and Frank Kern, our buddy, is yeah. really good at this. First of all, we're going to talk about headlines. That's the thing that makes you stop in your tracks. Again, you're my one of my real estate students. You could put, I buy houses. Maybe everybody puts that. So, But what headline could you put that could stop people go, oh, this one's different. I feel this, right? Or your business. So we'll talk about that. Second is if you look at copy, meaning your video message that you want to sell something, you, the thing you write, the thing you want to talk about to your boss to get a promotion, you want to talk about a partner to give you money. When you look at everything that sells, 
there's really three components, and you should write this down. It's, here's what I got, right? headline, attention, right? Here's what I got, here's what it'll do for you, and here's what you do next. And if you break those down with, here's what I got, here's what it'll do for you, and here's what you got next, uh, here's what I want you to do next, think of it this way. Here's what I got for you, and I took all these notes in the last couple of days, is uh, the features and storytelling. Here's what I got for you. I have a way that if you can't sleep at night, I have a way that's all natural, that if you take one pill and put this little oil behind your neck and you just listen to this music for three minutes before bed, it's guaranteed to get you to sleep 10 times faster. The story could be, I suffered from insomnia. I'm making this up as I go. Yeah. I suffered from insomnia. I knew what it was like to stare at the ceiling, to worry about how the next day was gonna be with only minimal sleep. But then, when I put this on, I did this and I listened to this, I was out, I slept better, changed my life. That's features, that's storytelling, that gets you engaged. Here's what I got. Here's what it'll do for you. If you are someone with insomnia, this is where you talk about the benefits. This is where you bullet everything. It's, it's all natural. It comes from a special place. It comes from a different part in the world. It's all FDA approved, whatever it is, right? And then the last thing is the call to action. That's, here's what I want you to do. Now, if you are a person who doesn't sleep and you'd like a natural way and you'd like to feel the way I feel, what you need to do is X, Y, Z. Click the link, call the number, get the course, get the product, get the house. And think about that with real estate. If you're a person that has a house you can't sell, if you'd like to sell it for cash fast, what I'd like you to do is give me a call on the number one house buyer in your area. It's quick, it's easy, I pay quick, I pay, quick, I pay fast, blah, 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 right? So I'd like to go, that's, that's the 30,000 foot view of copy. I am gonna just, today, again, this is the first time I've ever shared this, because sometimes I think, is it too technical? No, this is what you need. If you're gonna be in business, if you are gonna make money, if you look at any successful person from the Tony Robinson, Tony Robbins and Brendan Bouchard in that personal growth space to, to uh, iPhones and, and Apple computer with the way Steve Jobs ran that company, to, if you look at any of those, the reason that they rose, the reason they did so good is because they knew the delivery systems, but the copy, the messaging, you couldn't wait to hear what they had to say, where someone else could deliver just as good a phone or just as good a product, but they're missing out on a copy. So let's talk about copywriting. Um, and I, I got some, of course, I could just keep yeah. talking, but you're here, so I really want to. Well, one thing I want to say about it before we even get into like the details of yeah. it is the one thing that's really just cool about copy is imagine you had the best salesman in the entire world. Maybe you're a car salesman. He's the best in the entire world. He's limited by the amount of people he can talk to, right? Mm -hmm. He could be the best in the world. He closes 100% of the sales, and he gets to talk to people in person. And he's so good. He's so compelling. But what's cool about copy is it's be the ability to multiply that salesman. You can take the best salesman in the world and you can multiply him literally times a million or a billion yep. in front of 100 million people with that same salesperson, but it's just salesmanship multiplied. Yeah, uh, my buddy Joe Polish calls it can and clone yourself. Yeah, exactly. You could stand, like in the old days, you can go to a fair and stand there and sell your product as people go by and you could be the best salesman, you could be the best marketer, you could have, but you're, only, you're limited by the people that go by. Yeah. You take that message and you can it and you put it on a delivery system, on a postcard, on Facebook, on Instagram, on social media, and all of a sudden it is just replicating itself and driving the right kind of people, which we're gonna talk about next, um, to you. What else, what else you gotta say about copy? The biggest thing about copy is a lot of people are trying to write to like impress. You gotta write to like talk to your audience, get inside their head, think how, how are they feeling, how are they, yep. what are their concerns, what are they worried about, what do they want, and really write from thinking, having 
the customer in mind rather than having yourself in mind. So think, what do they want? What are their problems? What are the things they want? And then just start writing based off that. And you got to remember, the more you tell, the more you sell. So a lot of times people, they're like, oh, I got to make it quick so that we get their attention. They're like, oh, the attention span's super short. We'll make it one sentence that way they read it. Right. But the thing is, if you write one sentence, no one's going to buy from you. You got to tell them as much as you possibly can. When people like make a buying decision, it's like they're making, for most people, it's this big decision. It's like if someone has cancer, they don't want the little quick summary on cancer. They want the whole book on what it is they need to know about. And the same thing goes for making a buying decision. If people are going to pull out their credit card and trust you with it, they want to know what they're getting, what it's going to do for them, what happens if they don't like it, all the stuff in between. So you need to tell as much as you possibly can about that product, about your service. Yeah. People, I've been saying this for years, two things. Uh, You want to, no matter what your business is, no matter what business you want to start or in a current job you have, if you want people to take action, then remember this phrase. People will buy from you or learn from you when they feel understood, not when they understand you. What most people do is say, I've done this. I'm the best. I've been through the world. I've I killed it, I almost failed, I came back and now I have this, I have that, I have this, I have that. And most people will read that and go, that guy's great, he did a good thing, but he's not, they're not emotionally connected to you yeah. to make a buying decision. Think about, think about a car salesman. You talked about a car salesman before. If you went by yourself and you went to a car dealership and a guy came out and said, hey, how you doing today? It's a great day out. Hey, listen, I've been a salesman for 32 years right here on this lot, and I can tell. You're looking for a nice sports car, and things have changed. You want this, you want that, the technology, the, 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 the wireless, the Bluetooth, it's going through this whole thing and just telling you and telling you, I've done this, I've done that, you can have this, and it's a great deal. Today, it's on sale, and we can get you in this car. You could drive off in this car. Not knowing that this guy just left his wife and four children at the diner so they could have some hot chocolate while he came over. And he's not there for a sports car. He's not a single guy. He, maybe, he wants a, maybe he wants a sports wagon or maybe he wants a, an SUV, but little chrome wheels on it so it doesn't look like a mom mobile. I don't know, <laughs> right? But that salesman was trying to get that guy to understand him. A simple analogy is what if the salesman just walked up and said, hey, it is a great day out today. Hey, what's your family like? What are your needs? What are you looking for? I'd love to see if I have the opportunity to help you today, but I can't do that until I really know what's going on with you. Which salesperson would you like to talk to? And in a lot of ways, what we do wrong when we want to sell ourselves, sell our business, sell our properties or buy properties, we're so passionate about what we do, we give too much of us without letting that person feel, you want the other person to be like, wow, this guy gets me. This girl gets me. She understands That's one thing you really get. There's so many people who come up to you and they're like, this guy gets me. I think that's one of the reasons you've been so successful in direct response marketing is because you know how to connect with lots of people. Yeah, you want, you want people to feel like, yeah, I get you, but what, what going back to is you need to know your target audience. Who is it that you're going after? If you're looking for people desperate or needing to sell a house, that's who you go after and live in their mind. Enter converse, write this down. Enter conversations already going on in the mind of your prospects. Enter conversations already going on in the mind of your prospects. If your prospect is someone who owns a house for cash and they need to get rid of it, 
What do they feel like? What's their fears? What's their worries? What's their desires? Talk into that. Solve their problems in advance. Overcome their obstacles in advance. If they have reservation, overcome their reservations in advance. Think like they think. If you're looking for people that want to buy a house, same thing. If you're selling information product, if you want to start a new company, your whole goal is to live in the mind of your prospect. I used to draw... Uh, it's funny talking this with you. Yeah. Uh, it's good because I feel like I've been mentoring you and you're doing such a great job at, at all the stuff you've done. But I used to draw on paper, like when I was doing, when I was writing copy or getting ready to do a video, I would draw a picture of a tent. And I would say, time to camp out in the mind of your prospect. And I would just draw a tent. Like, we need to camp out and feel the fear, their worries, their desires, their dreams, their goals. We need to live in there. And if we answer their questions, overcome their fears, and show them the path to a better way, then you get the yes, you get the sale, you get the deal. And when you combine that, and this is one thing I wanna say, what I'm sharing and we're sharing too, today can put you at an unfair advantage of most of the world. Most of the world doesn't know this, doesn't know why when you know my first book came out and there was a book with Trump and Kiyosaki at the same time, all on real estate. I sold a million copies, they sold 75,000 copies. I know nowhere near as popular as those guys were, but I was better at marketing. And here's the, the ethical part. If you're gonna use this type of strategy, make sure whatever it is you deliver, the house you wanna buy, the house you wanna sell, the book you want, whatever it is you wanna do, make sure it's so amazing that you're proud of it. Because when you're proud of something, when you know it changes life, listen, I know being a part of this monthly training will change your life forever. I will do everything in my power to get you to sign up, to get your credit card, and to get you to stay here month after month. Because if you absorb this knowledge, it took me 30 years to figure out, and you implement it in your life, you go that much faster. What could be your ROI on being a part of this group, right? You can make it in one little tweak, one little ad, one little change, because I've already been down that road. So when I know how passionate I am, when I know how my book could change your life, I'm gonna do everything in my power to get you to say yes, to pull out your credit card. And when you do, we both celebrate. My business grows, I get to help more people. You get the wisdom to get your business to grow. So I just wanted to say that this stuff, when you apply what we're talking about, it's an unfair advantage that most of the world doesn't have. Just make sure you're doing it with stuff that really lights your heart up and makes you feel great. I think um, it's Jay Abraham who says, uh, if you truly believe what you're selling is gonna help your prospect, then you have a moral obligation to do everything in your power to sell it to them, which is exactly what you're just talking about. Yeah, and, and, and it's a true statement and it makes you better at sales. Uh, we're talking about copywriting right now, which is sales, written sales or video sales or talking face-to-face, -face, really, um, whatever you want to call that. But so many people are a little bit afraid of sales, and I, I just want to touch on that for a second, is if you have something that can dramatically change, enhance, increase, or supply a need, and you love what you do, selling's not hard. When people say to me, I've had people literally say, like, will tell me, they're the people who tell me about a restaurant. Like, yeah. oh my God, there's a new restaurant it's downtown. Best restaurant oh, world. this thing is unbelievable. They have this filet mignon, they have this asparagus and they wrap filet mignon around it and then they fry it quick and they put it and they dump this sauce over it. Oh my God, my mouth was watering. I want some right now. And then five <laughs> minutes later in the conversation, I'm, I'm already sold. I'm going yeah, to that like, restaurant I'm going to tonight. Restaurant now. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later in the conversation, we talk about selling. Like, oh, Dean, I can never do what you do. I can't sell. I'm like, Really? You sold me on going to that I'm restaurant. going to that restaurant. I have a stomach ache. I'm so hungry right now that I want to go eat that. I'm going to eat dinner number two. Yeah, exactly. Right? When you're passionate about something, then get the capabilities 
and sell and get people engaged, get people motivated. If it's a charity and you know you're changing people's lives, you want to do everything under the sun as long as it's ethical to get people to help to change the world. And when you get, um, when you get to that place, it's not selling anymore. It's engaging. What else? Anything else you want to say on, on, on copywriting. Uh, copywriting? The one thing I'd say is just it takes practice. It's not, you're not going to get it first try probably. You got to practice and you got to keep practicing. And when you practice a lot, eventually you're going to get good at it. Just like anything else, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it, the more effortless it'll be. In the beginning, it might just be boring as heck sitting down writing and you feel like you can't do it. But if you just keep doing it, it gets super easy and to the point where it's just... It comes naturally to you. Yeah, and, so just and, keep practicing. And there's a couple things. I just want to let you know what I do. I'm better at saying it mm-hmm. than first writing it. Ryan likes better to sit writing. and write. So what I'll do on my iPhone that's sitting right here, I'll go to voice memo. And if I'm thinking about, oh my God, I got this idea for getting people engaged in my book, I'll just hit the record button. Hey everybody, you know, in today's crazy times, wouldn't you like to have a guide? Wouldn't you like to have someone who, who has been down that path, who's failed miserably and found a way, just a better way? If you're looking for something that could change life, I think my book could be the answer. End. And then I send it to rev.com, R-E-V, rev.com, and it gets transcribed, and I come back, and I clean it up, and I got copy, right? He'd rather sit and yeah, write Yeah, I'd rather sit down, and, and I'd rather write And he's been disciplined stuff. to do it. And remember, writing compelling copy um, is less about being a perfect writer. Yeah, Not, you You're an author. Writer. You're writing stuff to invoke an emotion. So if we... Go back right to what I said. speaking, basically. Right, so right. If you're speaking. speaking to someone the exact same way you do every single day to your friends, your family, the exact same way. As if you're speaking to them, whatever you'd say out loud, write that down. Exactly. And that's, that's really it. Yeah, and if we go back to the three things that Frank always says, mm-hmm. I like the way he sums it up, is here's what I got, right? Just think about it. If you're sitting down and write, whatever it is, you got an ability to buy houses or sell houses or you're selling a widget or you're selling a product or you're selling pizza or you've got a new company you're thinking about, here's what I got. That's the first part. So write, what do you got, right? Tell it through a story. Tell it with features. Secondly is, here's what it will do for you. Here's how it'll change your life. Here's how it'll change your life. Here's how I can close on houses faster, quicker, and easier for cash. Here's how I can get you information that'll go you faster, quicker, and easier. Here's how you can lose weight faster, quicker, and easier. Here's how you can eat the best pizza. You know, what, what is it that you have? And then the last part I want to talk about, and this is the part some people choke mm-hmm. on, is the CTA. Yes. That's the call to action. That's, hey, here's what I got. Uh, here's what I could do for you. You should get this stuff. That's one right? of the big differences between direct response marketing and general advertising. Right, there's no CTA at the yeah, end. Yeah, in general advertising, it's just, here's my brand. Here's, we've been in business 40 years, the end. Versus in direct response advertising or marketing, there's always a call to action. At the end of your sales message, it's always, here's what I want you to do now. Go to deansfreebook.com and order a copy of Millionaire Success Habits. There's always... Mm-hmm. Some, an action you're trying to get people to take. Yeah, and, and so I want you to think about that. And the assertiveness and politeness is really important. Yeah. It's not, hey, and if you feel like giving us a call, no. It's like, think about what is it. I, I'm buying, I, I'm using house because I have so many of my real estate students in here, but this is for anything. But say you want to buy houses. At the end, the CTA could be, hey, if you ever need to sell your house, give us a call. That's kind of like, it's kind of a CTA. Wouldn't it be better if you said, hey, I'm buying three houses this month in the so-and-so, in the, the Moline area. If you have a house that you'd like to sell fast, easy, for cash at a fair price, hurry and call before I fill my three spots. 
That's different, right? Yeah. That's a different offer. That's a different call to action. And that's the kind of things I want you to think about. If you're selling a product, how do you make yours desirable? Again, there's so much noise out there. If you don't have cutting edge copy, if you don't have a cutting edge call to action, if you don't talk about the benefits, if you just talk about the features and not the benefits, somebody's gonna write better copy, say better words, say better words in person or on a video than you, and their product could suck, their way to do property could suck compared to you, but because they had a better message, they're getting the phone call, they're getting the click, they're getting the email, they're getting the lead. And that's why I wanted to stress how important this is to understand, to live in the mind of your prospect, to enter conversations that they're already having, and study good copy. Study, go online and see the ads that are running over and over again. We're gonna talk about yeah. my book ad. Go look at that. Like, Just look how we work really hard on the messaging and implement that wherever it fits in your life, in your job, in your life, in your personal life, selling yourself, selling your coworkers, selling your friends, selling your husband or wife on the addition you wanna put on the back of the house. It all works all the time. Difference is the messaging makes the difference. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that's really cool about direct response advertising and marketing is that no matter where you are, whether, again, you're a real estate agent and you're trying to get more leads or you want to start a business, you're, not, you're a complete ground zero and you don't know how to get to that first step, or if you already have a business and it's struggling, direct response marketing is the fastest way to get to the next level. If you're at ground zero, mm -hmm. you can test with a little bit of money, get $1 to turn into $2, and then you just throw more money at it and all of a sudden you're putting $1,000 a day in and you're making $2,000 a day back. So it's the fastest way to scale or if you're in real estate and you're struggling to get leads and you start getting direct response advertising to work and you're spending 50 bucks for a good lead, yeah. right? then you just start spending more money and then all of a sudden you're not doing one deal a month, you're doing five and then 10 and then 20 and it's infinitely scalable basically. Yes, exactly because it's self-funding, self-liquidating, right? You're not just spending and hoping, you're spending and measuring. It's like um, playing so a slot machine that's we're, rigged. We're, yeah, exactly. We're going we're gonna to get to Q&A at the end, but Ken, uh, great question. How would you go about practicing copywriting? That's great, because you're 17 years yeah. old, and dude, you're, he's an amazing copywriter, Thanks. but it didn't just happen no, overnight. I was so bad. It was, I was so bad. The way to get good at copy is practice. Is just practice. So literally, you could, doesn't matter what you're writing about. You could be like, all right, I'm going to sell this coffee mug today, and then just sit down and just start writing, just like, Practice writing over and over and over again, or speaking, if you want to speak it like Dean does. Practice sell, selling stuff over and over and over again. And then also, at the same time, start learning about copy. So read a uh, great copywriter sales letter. So you start to get an idea for framework and structure and that sort of stuff. So uh, give me one, what would be one of your favorite sources? Um, one place that's really great if you guys want to learn copywriting is the GaryHalbertLetter.com. I think it's the GaryHalbertLetter.com. And the Gary, yeah. Okay, if you Google Gary Halbert yeah, letters, it'll pop up. Yeah, he's, he's one of the Gary greatest Halbert copywriters yeah. and shared to the, all the guys I know do it. So I think that would be a great place to start. Another great book is uh, Dan Kennedy's Ultimate Sales Letter. That's a great book. Okay. Um, but the biggest thing is writing copy. Like in the beginning, it's going to be hard. It's not going to make sense. But just And you used to write stuff like that. I, like would literally, I would literally like, all right, there's duct tape on my desk. I guess that's what my sales letter is about, right? I guess if, if they want to, I could send an old sales letter. Maybe that, give them an idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, send you I'll some send examples. You guys an old sales we'll send you some examples. And, and he doesn't write okay copy. He writes great copy, compelling copy that gets people to take action. I, I hope, I hope like being this transparent and allowing you to see is why you're here, why you raised your hand. And I hope you see the value of this and the time and effort. But if I didn't write compelling copy or he didn't have an ad that we were working that got you to click, got you to, and got here, you'd be someplace else right now not getting this uh, 
valuable information, so I hope that helps. All right, let's move on from copy to target audiences. So, for example, <coughs> excuse me, let's say like our, my student Matt Larson uh, is killing it with real estate uh, and killing it with postcards right now. But you have to have all three, three things. The delivery system, that's the postcard, right? You have to have the copy, that's what's written on the postcard. You could write the wrong thing, it goes in the garbage. You write yeah. the right thing, people look at it. So Matt's ad, let's say Matt's ad's like, hey, sick of, you know, sick of, uh, sick of all the rest, want to deal with the best, sell your house fast for cash, fair price, close in 14 days, no hassle, give us a call. Now that's a delivery system, which is direct mail, postcard, that's, and the copy that's on it. But without the last piece, it doesn't work. If yeah. Matt just sent that to everybody in his town, somebody's sitting home and they have three kids, they love their house, what would they want that postcard for? So the target audience in what Matt does, I'm just using that as an example in the real estate world, is he only sends those postcards to people who own their house for cash. They have, they have lots of room, to, the wiggle room, right? He only sends it to people that are, that are houses that are unoccupied. So own for cash and unoccupied. So if you own the house on 123 Main Street and you move to a different city, that thing's costing you money, it's deteriorating, people are breaking in it, it's, you're highly, much more likely to want to sell. So those postcards only go to the audience that could be really motivated to buy. Maybe you could talk about how you do that on Facebook, even yeah, exactly. selling my book. Yeah, exactly. The way you guys go about it is, again, just kind of going back, just kind of go back to what you were saying. Is if you like selling hamburgers, right, and you wanted one advantage over anybody else, the advantage you want is a hungry audience, right? If your audience is hungry, it doesn't matter how good your burgers are, they're gonna wanna buy them. So the same thing goes for Facebook or direct mail. And the one thing that's really cool about Facebook in particular is what we've been using a lot, is you can target anybody. So Dean's book, it's Millionaire Success Habits, I can target anyone who likes Tony Robbins or anyone who likes Brendan Bouchard. And then the even cooler part is, once we've had some book buyers, maybe 50 of them, what you can do is you can actually tell Facebook to say, hey, find as many people as you can that are as close as possible to the people who've already bought the book. Which means Facebook literally compares thousands and thousands of data points that we can't even comprehend and figures out who is most likely to buy this book. Right. It think literally is like that. hacking the system. Like, I mean, think about that. When I started in direct response almost 20 years ago or 20 years ago, none of that existed. I was on TV yeah. and I just cast a big net, which is great. Maybe you met me and saw me on TV. Great. I'm back on TV now. But the difference of what Facebook is, we're not spending advertising dollars for someone that would, I don't want to target anyone under 20 or someone that, you know, there's people that love that kind of book, this kind of material. Some people would never look at it. We have the ability to say, don't show my ad to them because we're just wasting yeah. dollars. We're wasting clicks. Only show my ad to people that are most likely to buy. And the cool thing is Facebook does a lot of that for you too. So Facebook knows based on who's already bought your book who's most likely to buy it. So they're not going to show it to people who are 20. Like, they're just not going to show it to them. They're going to find exactly who it is. You might not even be able to guess who it is. You might think it's Tony Robbins fans. You might think it's people who are interested in real estate. But Facebook has the ability to figure out what it really is that makes someone likely to buy your product, likely to buy your service, likely to become a lead. And then literally, after you've had 50 people buy your product, Facebook can find 10 million people who are exactly like those people who bought your product, which gives you this unbelievable scalability that we've never seen before like in history. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and that data, I mean, just so you know, uh, Facebook, Google, probably the two biggest, 
track everything they know you do. Everything about you. Everything you Scary. click on, every book you read, every website you search. They yeah. are compiling yeah. that data at a rate that is exponential growth. You know, they know your credit card score, they know, they know where they, you live. So they know, think think about this. No, it's growing so exponentially. It's hard for the human brain. I just was in a I was just in Paris in a in a mastermind with some of the smartest people I know. I mean, so smart. My buddy Evan's so smart, he burns my brain. And um, he talks about exponential growth, and you've heard this with a penny, a penny a day for 30 days or a penny doubled. Um, but they, he was talking about, like, he said, think of a stream with exponential, or a pond with exponential growth, and there's sprouts coming up. And if over 30 days, 30 new sprouts came up. But if you went over 30 days and those sprouts in the stream, it's a good visual, doubled every day. There was one, then there was two, then there was four, then there was eight, then there was 16, then 32, and 64, and 128, right? It doubled every day. At the end of the 30 days, well, here's the crazy part. At 25 days, because it's a curve like this, exponential, mm -hmm. exponential growth. growth. At a curve at 25 days, um, the lake would be mostly empty. Yeah. There'd be not many sprouts. By day 30, there would be over one billion shoots Jeez. coming up in the lake. Right? That's crazy. That's exponential growth. It's almost hard for our brains to determine. But the good part about that is right now, the way Google and uh, Facebook and, and other places are acquiring data, we're getting exponential growth. They know everything about you. They know your buying habits, what you do, how you do it, when you do it. That's why you go online and it's like, oh, how'd they know that I like Dean Graziosi? He's sitting right here. Yeah. Uh, how'd they know I like that? They did this actually this interesting thing where they like are able, based on what you like, tell almost anything about you. So like within like, I might have the numbers messed up here, within every like 10 likes, they can, if you've only liked 10 photos, they can tell your sexual preference with 80% accuracy. They can tell how your childhood was. They can tell, like these unbelievable things that you don't, that they, it doesn't make sense, but they're able to tell these unbelievable things about you that your family doesn't know, your friends don't yeah. even know, based on how you like things, how you interact yeah, on uh, Google. You know, it's uh, unbelievable. Artificial intelligence is growing faster than you can imagine. I'm not trying to scare you, I'm not trying to make a big deal. What I'm saying is, awesome for us because when you advertise now instead of just saying I hope all these people come you could say no I just want those people who own houses for cash and do this or I want this or I want this kind of person I want an educated person I want someone that's not educated and you can fine-tune that message so when you have the delivery system you combine that with great copy and messaging and you only serve it to the people that are most likely to buy you are ahead of everyone else and once you get it to work even if it's like on a small scale you get you're spending $10 a day on Facebook and all of a sudden you're making $15 back, like you win, like it's game over. You can spend $100,000 a day and then make $200,000 back. It's just this unbelievable scalability that you can't even comprehend. You just, you can scale so fast whether you're starting at ground zero or you already have a million dollar business. Yeah, uh, here's what I'd like to say too right now is if you have questions, this is new, uh, a lot of you are like your heads might be spinning right now. Get your questions. Start them coming in right now, so I can make sure that we get uh, this uh, um, target hungry audience. Yeah. So uh, get your questions coming. Okay. So here's what I want to talk about now. Not that long ago, when you wanted to be in business, even the real estate space, um, and you wanted to get online, have an online presence, it was like the ten thousand dollar website. Yeah. Like that was the oh. that was like you'd go and you'd find a. Think about a website developer, a website builder, and do I have to lay out the website? And what's it look like? And where do I put headlines? And where's my logo? And how do I acquire it? And that technology has changed and made that so 
easy. Those days are gone. I literally used to have five IT people, people that would build websites and technology. We're down to a half of one and we're bigger than we've been in years because technology has just changed. I mean, when you look at my buddy Russell Brunson, he's in my $100,000 group. He's a part of it, he's an amazing guy, owns a company called ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels has eliminated the need for a website. It's eliminated the need to try to figure out how to, and we're gonna talk about, mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go a little deep here and talk about something called a funnel um, that you should have no matter what business you have. A little tiny one, or you could call it a follow-up or customer experience, whatever you wanna call it. Those things I've obsessed on for 20 years. If you're one of my uh, students and you've been with me for a long time, you know I do a weekly wisdom. Over eight years, every single week, I obsess on the follow-up. I obsess on making sure you feel that you're loved, you're cared about, you get wisdom, value, and all the, all the things that I tried to do to build value. Um, those days, you used to have to use all this different technology and have IT people and, and pay lots of money, and they're gone. And, and later on, I'll show you how you can uh, get, uh, I can show you how to get uh, uh, ClickFunnels for free for a trial. Um, I think we have a, a, a link to, to get you. Put, oh, for those of you who don't know, ClickFunnels allows you to like literally drag and drop without any tech person create these super complex websites that literally would cost you tens and thousands of, tens of thousands of dollars literally within minutes. I think Russell yeah. does this thing called like Funnel Hacker or whatever yeah. where he like builds this entire complex sales funnel that would have costed him 20 grand before out in what I think it's like an hour. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, so what I want to share about that and, and we won't go deep on that training. I just want to let you know what used to cost so much and be so complicated because of technology because of exponential growth because of that it's changed. A, a, a company like ClickFunnels, you have the opportunity to go and drop and drag and so say whatever it is you're selling. You're selling these coffee cups like Ryan was talking about before and you have the delivery system, it's Facebook, and you have the message on why this is, it keeps it hotter, cooler, whatever, this is the better cup, it's the most basic cup in the world. The call to action is get these cups before they're gone. If you want to put that on a website to sell it, the old days you spend the 10 grand, you get a merch, do all this stuff. Now you go to a company like ClickFunnels and you have the opportunity to set a website up in moments, point and click, not tech, no, you're modeling. And then what I want to talk about is the funnel, the follow-up, the sales process. The, if you want to say get two cups for the price of one as an upsell, all those types of things you can read. Um, you have the opportunity to do that within a company that literally everybody in our company uses ClickFunnels now, not the IT people. So just want to lower the complexity bar of thinking, oh, just I get that, but this part. Life has changed, technology's changed, and your opportunity to make more money in real estate or any industry, I think this is the greatest time to be alive. People are scared. What's there, 1,700 new millionaires a day made in America right now. A day, more than ever before in history. And I believe a lot of it is because of things like this, and you just, most people aren't aware. Listen, I do these podcasts week after week for you, for free to empower you with capabilities to go to the next level, to set the foundation for success. And we're growing so fast. Right now, we're number 22 in the world in the entrepreneur category, and I want more people to gain this knowledge for free. So if you love what we deliver, then share it with a friend. Comment, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me. Let's get this message out to those that need it, especially in today's shifting times. If you liked this podcast, make sure you rate it. And also, make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out. Remember, all success starts here.